This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The war in Ukraine is expanding and intensifying. Germany has made the most miscalculation of Putin and Russia ahead of this war and has acknowledged that they made a grave mistake. Germany dragged their feet as the least aligned member of NATO because they were the most dependent on Russian energy, but is coming around. They have practiced a pacifist policy that has left them militarily weak and unprepared to shoulder its obligation to NATO. The first thing that Germany needs to do is rearm and modernize its military. Even our German friends say that it is fake. In previous discussions with our German Dresden friends, I argued several years ago at our last reunion that they were too close to Putin. The younger son is an energy economist, speaks Russian, and who has been to Russia, and defended their energy alliance with that country. He was the one most shocked that Putin invaded Ukraine. Putin dispelled German illusions that Russia could be trusted. The German chancellor admitted this last week, that the German energy alliance with Russia was a mistake, and that Germany would find a way to separate itself from Russian energy dependence. Germany had opposed an embargo of Russian oil, but now sees no way to avoid one. They have been finding some new sources of oil, but Germany says that it will need Russian gas until 2024. Germany was getting 35% of its oil from Russia. It has now reportedly shrunk that to 12%. Russia was providing 27% of European Union oil imports. The EU will go south to Africa to replace the Russian oil. East oil will flow west toward India and Asia. Geopoliticist Peter Zeehan was taped doing a symposium with a group from India. He says that India, which has a good navy, is in the best position to interdict oil flowing west from the Mideast. Whatever oil gets by India will ultimately get fought over between China and Japan, with the spoils reaching South Korea. This fight over oil is where the next global tension flare-up is likely to occur. China doesn't have a blue water navy, while Japan does. China's navy was intended to control the South China Sea as a Chinese lake. Zian says that Japan can reroute its oil supply around traditional transport routes, such as through the Malacca Strait, protected by its navy, which is the second in size to ours. China can nowhere near get enough oil to meet its needs from Russia. China will get what oil that they can make a deal with India for, and South Korea will literally get the leftovers coming from the Mideast if there is any likely depending on us for oil. News sources, both mainstream and not, focused on what China will do with Taiwan. A better question is what Japan will do if China invades Taiwan. The United States has little strategic interest with Taiwan other than there being a source of computer chips. Who controls Taiwan is of much greater strategic importance to Japan. Both countries are dependent on foreign oil and the sea routes that supply them. The U.S. Navy has been protecting all sea trade routes since the Bretton Woods Agreement. That free lunch may be about to end. There is a string of islands that extend between Taiwan and Japan that Japan has military bases upon. Japan cannot allow China to take Taiwan, so it will be the first to Taiwan's defense should China attempt to invade them. I think they will not. The world economy would melt down into a historic collapse if China invaded Taiwan. 
The U.S. will not have any hard agreement to defend Taiwan, but Japan will act accordingly, and we are committed as Japan's ally to defend them. That is what China means when it warns against a NATO-like Asia defense pact. So many warn about how China is going to surpass us economically and militarily. That is foolish talk. There were fools suggesting that Japan was eating our lunch, going to surpass us before their 1990 meltdown. And how did that work out? China is very dependent on the West for energy, food, trade, and someone else's technology to steal, and is dependent on Taiwan for its chips, too. I wouldn't trade positions with China for a minute. Even their demographics are weaker than ours. Blowing up China as this enemy to fear is meant to scare up boats from folks who know no better. Russia was able to make a recent bomb payment, $650 million in dollars, thus avoiding a default. No one's going to refinance them. This only puts off the inevitable. Sanctions indirect and direct are going to squeeze off new revenues while sanctions spend off funds that they have. I think that when this war is over, it will be the economic power rather than the military power that seals the result. The U.S. dollar has been soaring, which will bring some pain to borrowers from other countries who borrowed in dollars who are seeing their currencies devalue, making those payments difficult to make. As dollar strength protracts, not only Russia will default. Either listening to the Comstock Report for more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 